and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. And Nick, what's going on with the markets? I have no idea today. <laughs> um, it's obviously just as we're preparing to go live, we noticed that Bitcoin's on a reversal, which is dragging the entire market down. But um, interesting, yeah, I still think that we have that C-wave correction for Bitcoin, Chris. So uh, I do anticipate that kind of coming down a little bit lower. As I said previously, you know, 52K um, Bitcoin is on the horizon potentially. Uh, with the completion of a C wave down before we get that reversal and that big push back to the upside. So again, completing the big impulsive five, we moves down uh, with an ABC kind of finishing off uh, what we're seeing there. So yeah, I, I think that's what's going on with Bitcoin. Um, and obviously timing the live stream just on the back of that. Um, we'll probably end up with a few questions, maybe, you never know. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't it just so? But uh, yeah, as we get into this, if you guys do find it useful, informative, maybe entertaining at times, uh, then definitely do go ahead and hit that like button. Really do appreciate that. If you happen to be new to the channel, why not go ahead and subscribe, tap that bell, select all notifications, and uh, you know, you'll be kept up to date with, uh, with at least three videos a day that we do, right, Chris? Yeah, definitely. Why not? like if youtube want to that is yeah of course if those <laughs> notifications get sent um, which i'm still feeling they're staged out like um i think if the video gets clicked on during those uh, notifications then great they'll send out another 10 percent of notifications i don't think they actually everyone gets them uh, even if you do select all but uh, that's just my opinion i cannot confirm um but chris we've got 35 likes so far 130 people have joined us this evening what um what kind of number you're looking for today well, you know, I, I think 250 seems to be the, the, the basic number that I like to go for, Nick. Okay. It just has to be done. Let's get mashing that like button, guys. Yeah, smash it up. Let's see if we can get to 250 with only 130 people. That would be interesting. So I, I am, I am, I am going to say I am so tired today. <laughs> like the, the Harmony pool, literally every day I've been getting up at uh, either one thirty, two o'clock in the morning uh, or 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> just wounded. But you've got to get those uh, those yields, right? That APY. Get those yields, that's exactly. right. Exactly. Um, okay, cool. So what we'll do is we'll jump down into uh, the markets, just review the kind of carnage that's going on. Um, then we will, um, you know, get into the live chat, answer a few questions and all that kind of good stuff. The usual kind of play, which I think, Chris. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's see if this button works. Oh, yeah, it does. There you go. Cool. Um, now, I actually haven't got you with me here, Chris. Let me... Let me See if I can bring you down for the oh, journey. You're and... cold, afraid, and alone. <laughs> there you are. Right. Um, so here we are, guys. Right. Coin market cap. Let's uh, let's zoom in here. Let uh, me go a little bit deeper here. So we've got a market capitalization of two point four six trillion dollars. Right. Trading volumes one hundred and ten billion. Bitcoin dominance of forty one point seven, with Ethereum at nineteen point six. These can haven't I, really just, fluctuated too I much. Just, yeah. Can I just interrupt? You might want to just like get rid of me and put you where i am because like nobody can see any of the coins <laughs> oh okay let me let me get rid of chris just get, just, just get rid of me <laughs> i don't mind being cold oh come back over here it's fine um so so yeah obviously you know we have um reasonable kind of bitcoin dominance states really haven't fluctuated too much uh we are, of course, uh, or do have, of course, you know, 14,873 cryptocurrencies. It's a lot of cryptocurrency. So like we usually say, it's important that you do your own research on these projects. There are influencers across YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, pretty much most social medias, wherever, you know, you're going to find them. And, um, you know, it's important that you don't just take their word for it. Don't take my word for it. Don't take Chris's word for it. Do your own research. Confirm what these people are telling you is factual, right? And in doing so, you're going to help you 
It's going to help you identify the diamonds in the rough, the absolute hidden gems in the crypto space, but will also help you avoid those scam projects, those honeypots, those rug pulls, and all the projects that you just don't want to get involved with. Um, and doing that research is going to be absolutely vital. Now, obviously, I'm not a financial advisor. Chris is not a financial advisor. So, you know, it's important that you do do that research. You're going to be hard pushed to find a financial advisor across the social medias. That being said, they can be found, but they're absolute gems, and maybe you have to do some research to find them. Uh, with that being said, though, let's actually just dive on out here, uh, zoom out and uh, take a look at these altcoins and what's going going on with the portfolio uh, of projects that we're invested in at the moment. So obviously Bitcoin's just decided to pull back a little bit, hit 55k and it's come back down. Again, kind of completing what we think is an ABC here on this last leg after uh, basically identifying um, you know these impulsive waves down. Um, so 0.6% in the red. Ethereum kind of following that kind of suit, as you can see, very much linked to what Bitcoin is doing. Pretty much most of these are very, very much mirrors of, of Bitcoin, right? You can kind of see these patterns uh, in the charts over and over again. But yeah, Ethereum 1.7 down, Solana's 3.9% down, under $200 now. Uh, we have uh, 2.4% uh, for Cardano, 2% for XRP, 2% for Polkadot. A little bit in the green for Avalanche here by uh, close to 1%. Um, obviously, Crow, and we can't talk about that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, we have got Litecoin, 3.6% uh, in the red. We've got uh, 1.9 down for Chainlink. Uh, Algorand actually you know, bouncing quite well here, but do expect that C wave to come in at some point. And um, again, 2%, uh, no, sorry, uh, yeah, 2.2.5% 2 in the green. Elrond, $434, recovering well, um, but this was actually a deeper correction as a part of a fourth wave. And um, so, yeah, this is not uh, actually following the pattern of everyone else. It was actually doing its own thing, which was on a corrective pattern. So it already corrected quite nicely when uh, basically this news broke that kind of brought the market down. 5% in the green today. Now, Stellar's down 5%. VeChain's down 2.4. Hedera's down 1. Harmony's down 5.6. Again, very similar patterns across those three. Um, Anchor's doing incredibly well, right? But again, we were pulling back before we could potentially launch back up again. Um, so Anchor is 7.5% uh, and in the green, right? But it was 15% when I did my video this morning. So if you're looking for Anchor technical analysis, did that this morning, check that video out. Um, we've got Zilliqa, half a percent or 0.3 of a percent in the green. Very similar patterns. Fetch AI, half a percent in the green. Um, V4 down 1.4. Um, we've got obviously SDAO. Uh, sorry, not, well, SDAO's down there, but uh, AGIX, sorry, 3%. Uh, we've got API 3 at 2%. We've got Multivac at 3.9. SDAO's at 1.9 in the green. Again, this is actually in a really interesting spot. And with Dynasets just around the corner, expect big things from this uh, this particular project. So very, very good stuff kind of going on in the background there. Um, we've got uh, DSLA at 1.8. Silos are what, basically 0.1 uh, in the green, half a cent. ShopX, 5.2% in the red. Fent Finance, 8.5. Um, and uh, Vi. Um, 0.05 in the red, relatively stable as you can see. Uh, one of the things that Evide tried to do is basically move um, what Evide is pegged against uh, to, um, so you could almost argue it becomes stable, but as you can see here, it's very, pretty much isn't as fluctuating, uh, isn't as volatile is the right word, I guess, um, against other assets. So although you can speculate on this one, um, again, when the market goes red, they actually, it holds up quite well, um, which is really good news when they've just launched their fund as well. So that's kind of cool. Um, and obviously Flare hasn't launched yet. So interesting stuff, but across the board, relatively red, right, Chris? Yeah, pretty much, you know, um, it's part and parcel of the space, isn't it? But um, 
we expect that reversal and things to to continue as they were before the big dip absolutely so you know it's, it's a time to buy right like look at some of the prices some of these projects i mean estal i thought was you know re really good good price you know ada looks like an absolute um buy at the moment um obviously it's just my opinion but you know you could even say ethereum looks pretty pretty good you know with where it's heading um the list goes on i mean the market just looks it looks awesome for for buying it, it really does um but let me let me actually show up before we get into the live chat i'll show you this guys so this is bitcoin okay and uh, basically we're actually tracking this five impulsive move down right and we can see that this fifth wave is kind of in this yellow box area and this yellow box area is a gap that was left behind way over here we just zoom up here right we can see that we found upper resistance here this was actually about just yeah but i'm going to call it 52k but it's just under 52k right so there was major resistance here we then found support when we broke up right and when we came back we back tested this area at 53 and a half k right so this entire gap in the middle we haven't actually been back to and revisited right um, and usually charts don't like to leave gaps right there's uh there's <laughs> they, they usually have to come back down and fill it at some point they can be left um but it's quite rare that they actually do get left completely and usually you find yourself coming back down back testing so here we are thinking that this fifth wave has the potential to pull back into this area we had this a push up we b wave pulling back down um so we had the A wave pulling us down, the B wave coming up, and now we're looking to complete the C wave, right? And the C wave could be relatively deep if we actually take the move that we had from here to here and we go ahead and take it and we put it on top of our B wave. We actually have the ability to pull this C wave much lower, right? We could potentially be looking at 49K. I don't think that's going to be the case because there's such strong support on 50k and also there's going to be a support all in this area here as well of the void right so we're looking to basically pull down into this lower area so we won't be able to reconfirm you know what's exactly going on with bitcoin but this area of uh, a like for like on wave a to wave c um, usually occurs so most probable it's going to be in that area and um, i think this void is going to be a key player in this space so i'm expecting a bit of a bounce from 52k at the lower end if not 50k should get good support there this is then going to be followed by a big abc as you can see here um to the upside so um after this impulsive move down it would complete the correction and we'll see the reversal still bullish uh, and again we're bull uh bullish on um on everything bitcoin when we actually look at this chart um and we throw this into the weekly we throw on the Gaussian channel for good measure um, and all of a sudden we can see the bull run in a bit more clarity okay i've also dissected this down from timelines perspective this is the first time you've seen it might be a little bit to take in here but the main thing here is the bull uh the, the bear markets are the red sections of the Gaussian channel this is basically the lower value and you can obviously see then you confirm that you're going bearish once we actually close inside the Gaussian channel uh, this happened on a couple of occasions obviously we're nowhere near the Gaussian channel at the moment we bounced on it a couple of times but we haven't closed inside it and we're still looking pretty good and we can obviously take a look at the time frames and the breakdowns of all of this stuff but everything's actually looking pretty good um for the longer term picture and again this is also confirmed on our weekly chart if i just turn that Gaussian channel off uh, when we actually take a look at bitcoin um, on the weekly we can also see that these five impulsive moves to the upside right so there are five impulsive moves right down here on the lower time frames on the hourly but the bigger picture 
still very much intact, right? So we don't want to panic about things. Um, everything moves in waves. We can acknowledge this. There was no, um, you know, straight line to the upside when Bitcoin went up to 65K. There was lots of little kind of pullbacks. You can kind of see these all over the place, everywhere we went in on the way to the upside, right? And the same thing is happening here and here. And there's going to probably be a whole load more on that journey to the upside, right? So it's important that we don't panic about these things. We can see the bottom of the correction here on that fifth wave, and we should be looking pretty good to then get a nice bounce and a nice push back to the upside overall. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of cover that, make sure everyone's still aware of what's going on there. And uh, yeah, take it from there, really. Yeah, I think it was up Vember, wasn't it, Nick, or <laughs> something that was was put out there. And lots of people saying we're going to see an all all new highs, and and all this sort of stuff and now they're saying december it's almost like eventually they will get it right because uh that that month will happen <laughs> if you yeah keep i mean maybe next month yeah it's, it's an interesting one right because you know ultimately i think a, a lot of people were putting a lot of faith into uh what's the guy's name um plan b, plan b there you go um, and and, you know, and, he's he... been, and he's been he's been bang on. You've got to give that guy respect. Oh, you do. He's been bang on. You do. And we yeah. have had an all time high in November, right? We have to remember yeah. that we did push up to to sixty nine k. But the level of manipulation in the space for Bitcoin is quite high as well. Um, and there's no, it's a, it's not a coincidence that we moved up to sixty seven k on the nose, and then you got the reversal. And it's no coincidence that we hit sixty nine thousand on the nose and got the reversal, right? It wasn't like it was you know, 59,000 and a penny or 59,001. It was exactly 59,000. And then you got dragged down, right? It's not a coincidence that these things are happening. Um, so it's important that we do acknowledge what's kind of going on in the space in that kind of regard. But ultimately, still very much good. And um, we are looking at, um, yeah, continuing the upside. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it is. Right. Okay. There's uh, a couple of uh, live chats here um what we got here can you there's one that i can't see it now i know it was there earlier can you see it but um i can't but then i can't see where it is in the live chat we'll have to come back to it in a moment i think chris yeah one second <laughs> is ada is, is ada on track um it depends on track for what it's still taking part in the bull run um and it is of course still looking pretty good but i think it's deviated away from the trend of the bull run and um, so when we actually take a look at ada and i can bring it up on the charts right now just bring this up here for a sec so we bring this to the weekly and we bring this down okay so for the most part we were we were tracking very nicely against these impulsive waves right um and then we've had this this little section here is odd right this is basically a deviation from the trend um at least on this kind of macro scale so it's important that we kind of acknowledge where we were heading was towards that 11 dollar range but this deviation could basically put an end to that and in which case we need to actually reconsider where we think things are likely to go but it can go in two different directions obviously um we could continue to kind of uh, or get a pump to the upside and just fall short of our targets here of 11 dollars and actually end up maybe going for you know a reasonable area um the alternative of course is that actually this turns into another bullish move another five impulsive waves or whatever um that actually takes us much higher and above and beyond what our previous trend was saying if we buck a new trend that is okay and that trend could be on the back of projects launching on the ecosystem just at the right time to really catch that next level of fomo to the upside and um, so again 
I think this trend is kind of, yeah, we are still five impulsive waves, but that fifth wave could be, you know, somewhere in around this this range here, right? For example, we just come down to about $7.22 um, rather than $11. Um, but if we actually get a deviation or start a new trend, um, it'd be interesting to see how far that one might also take us. So for now, um, I would say, yeah, we're not, we're probably not looking at double digits with this deviation. I'm not comfortable with this level of kind of pullback here uh, in the fifth wave. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, so therefore, I would actually be more inclined to say this is potentially a start of a new trend and we're going to be monitoring that situation. Whereas I do expect new all-time highs and all of that kind of good stuff. I'm just trying to be conservative about where we think things are likely to go. But I personally would like to see a new um, trend uh, to the upside and uh, maybe even just bring this fifth wave down to this lower end here. We'll call this a bit of a pullback with an ABC and then maybe we'll start another you know, set of five impulsive waves um, to the upside that maybe even go higher, right? So uh, yeah, kind of on the fence on that one, but we'll have to see how it kind of plays out um, over the next kind of few weeks or so, I would have thought, Chris. Yeah, and um, obviously we heard back from IOHK. Um, we're just waiting on a date that uh, Charles will be able to to pop on the show. So um, do send over questions and, and that sort of stuff that we can sort of uh, incorporate in that interview would be really cool. Um, so yeah. Now there is another live chat, Nick, but I can't see it for some reason. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. here yeah. You are. Um, yeah, is that a Phantasium? Is it uh, chart action? I don't know what that is. Um, to be honest with you, that's the only one I've seen. I don't know if there's another one there, but that's the only one I've seen. I can't hear you, Chris. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Um so I think this one's ticker soul. As in S O U L. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about it though. Uh so I think it's a gaming protocol of some sort utilizing NFT technology. Um whether it's its own chain or not, I'm not not entirely sure. It's not one that I've looked at before. Okay. It's been around since twenty nineteen though, by the looks of it. Has it? Okay. I've got data from July 2021. Uh, so obviously not enough data to do any analysis on. So I like... think it depends on what exchange you look at. It's on uh, KuCoin. It's on Gate.io. Yeah. So um, on KuCoin, I've only got data from July. Yeah. Um, and obviously that is the only one I've got that actually pairs it with USDT. So I won't be able to do any decent analysis on that. Check the daily there, but there's not a huge amount that that's going to really tell us. Um, yeah. It, it's yeah, we need to give that some time. We need to get more data in, and then we need to kind of plot out that how that looks on the smaller time frame. There's a little bit of data there, um, but again, I don't think that's going to give us a huge amount. I mean, that looks quite impulsive here. Um, yeah, I'd say that you had a couple of impulsive moves, right? We had one, two. Uh, what would be three, four, and then a five, and then a big kind of correction right in here. You saw that pull back there. Um, a bunch of ABCs, choppy. Um, yeah, there's nothing really major kind of going on there. Let um, me just kind of get my head on where we are right there. So that would be Interesting. So I'd say that we're looking for a bounce to the upside and then another pullback. So it looks like a small ABC in there, um, something really small just inside there. But we really need more data to kind of see how that one plays out. 
um, overall. Not too much I can really do with the limited amount of data that we have uh, on here. I mean, you would just be kind of counting out your waves and just kind of watching the micro movements on the hourly. The daily looks pretty good, um, but again, uh, really hard to get a good flavor on what's actually going on here as the market starts to kind of just discover what price um, to be paying for this particular asset. Super, thanks, Nick. Okay, lots of talk of gobstoppers. I don't know if like you're eating something, Nick. No. <laughs> um, can we have a look at XTM? XTM. Yeah. Yeah, this is another. It's another one um, where there's only fifteen days worth of data uh, on KuCoin. Um, what is XTM? Uh, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, we I only have. If, yeah, it's a metaverse one. They're they're all going to be sort of um, sort of having a bit of a skyrocket at the moment, aren't they? These uh, metaverse um, projects. It's on yeah. KuCoin, um, PancakeSwap, and Uniswap. Yeah, currently trading at 166. It'll be interesting to see you know, how some of these actually fare, right? Because there's going to be a lot of metaverse projects kind of spiking up. Uh, we're talking to uh, the Patreon members about this um, on Friday. There's going to be loads of them. It's going to be a main focus. Um, but these things are going to take a very long time to actually develop and roll out they're not going to be a quick kind of um, execution on them i wouldn't have thought um and that's perfect for a bear market scenario right yeah like we do have to be careful when it comes to, to the metaverse projects I, I do i do believe that there's going to be many sort of rug pulls i'm not suggesting that this is one of them right just to be clear looks like they've got some really good partners and stuff but there are going to be so many rug pulls um we we just need to be careful because obviously with with all the fomo that's going on around metaverse at the moment you know there's going to be you know these scummy people in the world that are going to try to take advantage right and they're already looking to to do that they're already you know pockets of it here and there or you know already so you know for for me yeah like unless they've they're doing something that's different to everybody else. And I talk about this a lot when we look at projects, you know, there's so many different payment projects within crypto, right? That, you know, they're, they're all singing, all dancing wallet, like, but what are they doing differently? And it's going to be the same with these metaverse uh, projects. They're going to, um, it's, well, it's going to become a very, very crowded space. And unless they're doing something different, unless they're, you know, better graphics, better gameplay, um, got something really special about them that others haven't. You know, it's it's there's going to be many that get set up and and you know, are legitimate projects that don't really go anywhere. And as you said, Nick, it's it's going to take some time for these projects to to be developed and become what is, I guess, in people's vision at the moment, like of what a metaverse is going to be, because I don't think they're anywhere near where where that um aspiration that people have got is at the moment if that makes sense now nick and myself are going to be getting into a metaverse um game um project however we want to to articulate that um that we think solid we think it's going to do really really well um and we'll probably make a channel out of it we'll probably try to 
have it so people can have a say in in what goes on in that metaverse and, and that sort of stuff but you know i think you still you know you've got to be you've got to be careful yeah you know I, I say i say this a lot about the different sectors of of the crypto space right like DeFi. you know there's so many DeFi DeFi projects you know which one's going to do best i mean look look how many uh dexes there there are going to be on cardano that are popping up you know i had um i had one uh, message me yesterday on on twitter actually in fact and um they said they're live on on cardano already they're the first to be live on cardano um so we've reached out to a few people to to see if that's legitimate or not um because it seems unusual that a you know a dex that i haven't heard of um has leapfrogged all of the ones that i have heard of um and it's quite a a, a knit group of um developers um in crypto right everyone kind of knows everyone within reason right so yeah i just yeah be careful out there like regardless of the sector i think there's a lot of overcrowded sectors within the space and we should be careful what people should be looking at in my my opinion is DAOs, and you're going to start to hear more and more people talk about DAOs. mark my words snip it mm -hmm. whatever you want to do put it put it on uh, twitter save it lock it down because uh this will probably be one of the first places you'll be hearing about it and <laughs> uh, a matter of fact um lee from harmony talked about it uh back in july i think it was on when we when we had him on the show so you know these are gonna have a big impact on blockchain adoption of blockchain technology uh adoption of crypto and um i think it's gonna have a huge impact on the world probably more so than decentralized finance yeah i would thought so and um you know just talking obviously you're saying about you know games and stuff yes it's cornucopious uh that is what we are looking at and it's going to be interesting because we'd like to, as you say, run a DAO, right? Give kind of the ownership of the commercial land to the community. Um, that's kind of where we're trying to aim for things. So interesting stuff do lie, does lie ahead. Um, so stay tuned for, for that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've got many things, many little projects going on at the moment. Uh, we're in talks with VChain. Um, so hopefully we'll have another meeting with them potentially Monday. Um, just need to talk to Nick off offline about uh, timeframes and when we can do that. Um, so, you know, really interesting stuff. Um, I can see here somebody said, why can't I super chat? I have no idea. It could be something to do with YouTube and your location. I don't think they let everybody. Um, I think they do it by um, location. So it might be something to do with um, legalities where you're situated potentially, or it could just be uh, YouTube. Um, doing what youtube does who knows yeah who knows um mtv please guys sure why not why not let's um this is totem <laughs> as you can see uh, or torum um not enough data there uh let's take a look at multivac um i like that any jobs going what are your skill sets yeah 
Oh, there it is, MTV. Cool. cool. Plenty of jobs. It's <laughs> always jobs. Always jobs. Um, so, yeah, so Multivac here, this is the daily. Uh, there's a fair amount of information on this daily chart. Obviously, we've been dissecting downward trend, bear market, big push to the upside. Uh, seen 18,000% um, in gains. Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, up there so far. Uh, major pullback, uh, which isn't following the same trends as we see with ADA or the more established coins like XRP, well, not XRP, I can't say that, Bitcoin, for example, or eGold or Harmony or VeChain. Um, it, this is slightly different because uh, you know it, it kind of got some kind of good adoption. It went, power, not parabolic, but I want to say impulsive here. Um, quite clearly, you can kind of see there's a good kind of level of impulsion going on specifically with this push to the upside. Then we'll see we pulled back, great buying opportunities were had. We pushed on up. Uh, we obviously found some interesting levels up here. We got into this triangular wedge. We broke out of it. We pulled back in, floating up above it now, and uh, we'll get into that in a moment. There are a couple of interesting areas uh, that we're interested in. 7.2 cent, 9.2 cent, 7.9 cent. These are all interesting points of view or price kind of expectations, depending on lots of different things, right? 9.2 cent is based on all time, well, previous all time high bear market low, Fibonacci 4.236 extension. The 7.2 cent is based on that high that had when Bitcoin was 63, uh, 65k, pulled down to 28k. When that one correction is placed, the 4.236 extension comes in at 7.2 cent. The 7.9 cent is the trend of the bull run. Okay, so again, looks pretty interesting. There's lots of things we should be considering though, because with the amount of um, you know, MTV actually staked, uh, 3.2 or 3.3 billion um, out of a circulating supply of 4.2 billion means there's a huge squeeze on the supply. Um, we can see that there wouldn't take too much of a push in terms of money to flow in to you know dramatically move the needle in the terms of the price of MTV overall. Um, again, market capitalization is irrelevant. It doesn't actually stop you from moving up in any way. It's just a measure of price, right? Last sold price of MTV multiplied by circulating supply gives you a market cap. That market cap value is incredibly small because the price is relatively small and the circulating supply is relatively small, right? Um, and therefore, the project is ranked quite low. In terms of actually, you know, making a needle move, it would probably take only a few million dollars to actually get this thing rolling significantly to the upside to the point where it actually starts to get some really good traction. You might even get some bigger influencers talking about it. You never know. Um, so moving up to things like 30 cent, I think is highly probable under the right circumstances. Moving to a dollar is probably wishful thinking, but we put it there for good measure just to kind of get a bit of a flavor. It wouldn't surprise me if it did absolutely go insane with the right level of FOMO, the right level of marketing and just the kind of you know i guess what you kind of see when uh, the markets go parabolic in the end of a bull run right you could see something happen i think it's a big ask i don't think i'm going to be holding out for a dollar but 30 cent is a nice target that i would like to go and aspire for that being said we've got the three technical areas 7.2 7.9 and 9.2 i think most of those are very very comfortable i would be very surprised if Multivac doesn't hit 10 cent, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm obviously not a financial advisor. Right, with that said, let's jump into our hourly view. And here we can actually get a lot of the dissecting that we've been going through, right? All these kind of buy zones and sell zones and various things. Down here is our main one. This is the area that we really liked filling things in. Uh, basically 1.6 cent down to 1.2. As you can see, we haven't come near it for a while. We haven't been down here since October. Um, but again, when you're in this area, don't stay down here for very long. You're straight out of it. Uh, we can see that we have been tracking to the upside in a really big way. But again, this is a big part of a, a big kind of ABC correction, as you can see here. Um, I'm going 
going to skip all the detail, but you can kind of see A, B and potential C. This actually will mean that we're heading down into this lower area. Whether we actually hit it or not is the thing that we're going to be looking out for in the future. And when we actually measure the distance of our high point here and our low point just there, uh, we can go ahead and actually measure out to see whether or not we're going to come in. Now, in theory, we would just dip into here before potentially getting out. And that's because the C wave usually mirrors the uh, length of your A wave. And that being said, we can obviously fall short of this as well. There's lots of good support levels around here. So we are looking out for that as well. Um, so that being said, once you have this, you'll be looking for a reversal to the upside. Okay, so again, fantastic buying opportunities do lie ahead. Um, so interesting targets, I'd be looking at 1.68, for example, uh, or 1.6 flat if we actually do go down low enough. Um, to allow that growth to the upside overall otherwise everything's actually looking relatively good um overall for for mtv i think we are seeing some interesting stuff obviously smart contracts chris a few days away um obviously that's going to be interesting to see what happens there staking's going well four billion targets getting closer it's fluctuating around a little bit circulating supplies absolutely got a huge squeeze on it need to see a bit of marketing but otherwise i'm pretty confident in multivac chris and i know you're pretty much the same yeah, I mean, why wouldn't I be, right? We got into this uh, project super early. We told you as we were getting into it, um, like we normally do. And, um, you know, you got smart contracts. I think it's 29th of this month. So we're just literally a couple of days away now. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be able to do metaverse projects on it. I think there's even a DEX that's, you know, ready to, to rock and roll. Um, so, you know, it's, it's all coming together nicely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what what I'd add to that, Nick, is, you know, um, it's funny because everyone's like, BitBoy even looked at it. Yeah, um, he didn't understand so what it was. Bit <laughs> yeah, BitHu. Um, he, he doesn't, well, he didn't know what it, what it is. I wasn't being rude when I was on Twitter. I was just saying maybe people should let him know because, uh, you know, it probably tell everybody um, about it really, really late. Um, so people should sort of do some research on, on multivax. Um, great project um your smart contracts are going to go live hopefully we can see some um projects start to build on on the multi-vac um ecosystem and build up that transaction volume um, and we'll see the price go because it's not going to take a lot of money to move that needle for for multi-vac we say this a lot um it really isn't going to need a lot absolutely anything you want to add yeah i've covered from tv I'm comfortable with it. It's looking good. It's got some downward trends. Sure. This is all micro movements. So it doesn't bother me. Um, and there's some good opportunities to buy if you haven't already. I think this is just a good discount that we're, we're enjoying here at the end of November. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah. Any news on, on Sean Ying's uh, token? Um, he did put a tweet out um, that I was just messaging out. <laughs> like, if you want some tokens, just a bit of fun. Um but yeah, um, if you send his address, send your address, he'll send you some, um, which is quality, right? Bit of fun, so a bit different. And um, yeah, it won't be long, and I imagine many people will have their own tokens on Multivac, right? And uh, yeah, it's 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 cool. Um, we got another super chat. I appreciate that. Can we please have a look at Sand Sandbox? Sandbox, yeah. Like a bit of sand. Got a terrible cough still um okay let's uh everyone down a little love a bit of sound here 
Uh, let me just bring this back into view. So obviously, uh, like always, not a huge amount of information with some of these projects, um, sans included in that. Um, so we've got a total of 469 days. So a little bit more, we can do something with that on the smaller time frame of the daily. Okay, so here we can obviously see there's a little bit more room to kind of play with. Uh, we can see that pretty much um, August 2020 is when we started to get data here for Binance. Um, and this was pretty much a high point, right? Um, so if we actually familiar familiar with uh, kind of the other charts of Bitcoin or um, you know XRP at that time, eChain specifically at that time, you'll be aware that this was basically a part of our um, one wave up. August was our basically our wave two high. Then we pulled back or went sideways pretty much for the rest of the year, um, coming bottoming out towards November time. Then we went up into uh, March of 2021, which seemed to be a high point. Then we pulled back into a low wave four, and then we started to pull up into a wave five, right? And that's kind of where we are. Now, this is a pattern that's also happening here, but obviously we have to acknowledge that there is no wave one, not in, not in reality, and not unless we want to take that right there, okay? But it is following the overall trend that is the bull run, right? Uh, we had this, uh, this phantom wave one, if you will, wave two pullback, wave three, wave four, wave five. That's kind of the big pattern that's kind of forming out. Okay, so um, I will take that off, but you can kind of get the idea for sand there. You know, that's kind of the pattern that's kind of going on. Um, and obviously inside all of this, there's a lot more detail, right? There's these good moves to the upside, right? And inside here, uh, and, and specifically that third wave, um, you have one, you have two, you pull back for four, and then you have up for that fifth wave, right? And again, kind of following those kind of impulsive moves. And you can kind of see these impulsive moves without actually having to draw them on. Here's another one just forming, right? And this one's looking very impulsive. Um, so again, we'd have that wave one, that wave two, we're looking to push up, we'll have a wave four, and then we'll go for a wave five, right? So right now, sounds looking actually pretty good, but we are looking to kind of have this wave four pullback, right? This wave four cannot cross that low of wave one, which looks looking pretty good. It means you can have that scope to kind of pull back down to a good support level, uh, which was looking like, if I grab hold of this, um, in around this area here, I'm gonna draw it a little bit lower. I always like to be a little bit conservative on these. Uh, as you can see, just in here, there's all these kind of wicks, etc. So we can also just acknowledge that down here at about $4.51, um, it's a good potential bounce zone for this, right? So we could potentially pull back with this wave three uh, down into this low arrow here for wave four, and then obviously go up for wave five. And that wave five, we can go ahead and draw on here, and we can see that we could potentially go out to as high as 21. Okay, unlikely in this particular scenario though, because we don't like to have huge wave fives when wave three and one are relatively short. And um, so I'd probably bring that back down a little bit, but uh, that's the kind of thing that we're looking at. If I actually measure that out, I'll probably say that we would be, if we actually go as low as that, uh, yeah, we wanna probably be nice and safe and say $15 there on the 2.618. That seems more in line with the kind of trend that we've been seeing. So overall, you know, there's a good kind of traction there. Once we get to the bottom of wave four, we'll have a bit of a bigger picture on what, where wave five is likely to go and all that kind of good stuff. But do we expect us to pull down a little bit um, with sand? Um, and then we'll continue that growth. It look, looks pretty good from that kind of impulsive uh, move to the upside there. And the other way of counting it, of course, is just to look at it as an ABC and then just keep resetting that, depending on what you kind of fancy. Um, if we jump down into our smaller time frame, here you get to the idea and you can kind of see quite a lot of things that are going on here. And uh, actually, you can see how we got that reversal within this third wave right now. One, two, um, you could argue that you have three here, four, and then a fifth one just there. Um, or you could put that 
down here as well. It's entirely up to you. There's so many different ways of counting it. Um, but basically, you can see here that you've got this impulsive move up, and now we're looking at this correction down. Corrections are usually big, kind of ABCs um, down to the downside. Again, that blue line being down here, we would normally kind of target that out. And we'll look for a bounce at some point as well. And again, each of these, there'll be waves within waves. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but you kind of get the idea. We are looking to come down here towards that area, and then we'll bounce on up for sound. But uh, overall, yeah, very, very good uh, project. I've only heard good things about it. What about you, Chris? Yeah, yeah, it's a solid project, right? You know, this one, uh, Decentraland would be another one that, you know, I'd look at. I think there was a, a mammoth purchase of land, Um yesterday on decentraland to 2.4 million dollars um yeah it's not a small uh bit of change is it so you know i think these projects are going to do really well um but my 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 honest concern is just that um people are going to be looking for tremendous gains and they're going to be jumping on everything that comes up thinking they're super early which everybody is super early but not everything's going to be successful. And I just want to be really clear about that, right? So, you know, make sure that you are doing your research. Don't just jump in just because an influencer is talking about it. They might be paid to and not um, telling you. And, you know, I think I'm just going to say this, right? And it might rile people up, but I don't really care. Um, you know, a, a lot of the time when we put um, like something so promotional, um you know contains promotional content right like we've been paid additional money to to talk about a project right now we do that on every every video where that is factually happening right and the amount of stick that we get for doing it is is beyond a joke right and um i think because of that many other influencers in the space are just not going to tick that box to let you know that it's paid content right so just be careful about, you know, the the world you want to be in, if that makes sense, as as a consumer, as a, a consumer of um, educational content on YouTube or any other platform. If you're giving influencers stick, eventually they just won't want to put, you know, down that it's paid content, right? Now, you know, Nick and myself, we always have this debate: should we, shouldn't we? But we we we've got, you know, um, what do you call it, like. A, a conscience right and uh, we want to be transparent and honest with with everybody about paid content and we're going to continue to put it on there but i want people to realize that there's a reason why a lot of other influencers don't tick that box and let you know that it's paid content and the problem is the people watching the content mm. yeah what's what is it better better the devil you know or you don't know i would as a consumer i would rather know that that content was paid content, right? Now, Nick and myself will turn down 99.9% .9 of paid content offers. And we only put content, you know, paid content out if we like the project, we fully researched it uh, and all that sort of stuff. So I just want to put that out there because uh, we talk about, you know, doing your own research all the time for, for this very reason. Babbled on a little bit, maybe. Uh, <coughs> there we go did a poll feel free to fill your boots <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen that i haven't seen the poll it hasn't come up yet <laughs> give it give it a second give it a second uh it's just there you go what would you prefer mark just paid content nah i don't want to know <laughs> this is it i'm gonna do it regardless right you know regardless of the stick but 
you know, I think if you want to live in a world where actually you want to have people be honest with you, I think yeah, you, you've got to stop it with the the comments. You know, there's lots of projects that go out and pay for for people to do content that are legitimate, solid projects with great teams and great tech. We we see it all the time. I mean, Multivac. But you know, it'd be great to have some some PR. Well, how do you get Bitboy to do a video? Well, you're paying thirty grand, on, don't you? Solely on on Multivac. Well, you pay for it, so you know you you can't be angry about it um, and say that you're not going to watch. Just my opinion, right? But like, I don't want to get on 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 it too much. But you know, what do you do? What do you do? Um, okay, there's another one here, right? Uh, Super chat. Really appreciate that. Um, ever look at bridge so this is b for bravo r for romeo g for golf nick um which is bridge oracle so um i think the ceo got arrested on on this particular project a while back um and i think wrong wrongfully so um but it did drop like 89 percent uh roughly of the the value at the time right and um that shouldn't sort of discourage people from from this project but with oracles, I kind of feel like there's only one or two that are going to do really, really well. So I wouldn't go near the project um, just because I think the likes of Chainlink have just got it nailed. I think there's a few others that I'm not just not going to mention, um, not for any particular reason. But, um, you know, I think unless these Oracle projects that are already established, well-known, integrated, are doing something that isn't good or they're letting the customer down and i think that's the only way they're going to lose market share let's be honest that yeah it's, it's definitely hard to to kind of be you know up against something like Chainlink with so many integrations across so many different chains that's hard competition right it's not, not not only that nick like um you build up relationships so i'm going to talk from from experience right because i've run businesses not just in the uk but you know in other parts of of europe right and um some some culturally you know some of these countries culturally <laughs> don't change you know I've, I've been with this person for 30 years i'll be with them until i die you know like you know it's it's one of those so it is very difficult to to break relationships you know you have relationship managers for for a lot of um companies and they're there for a reason you know it's very difficult so um not bashing the, the project at all um but sort of trying to give you sort of my thoughts and on why i i feel that some of these sectors are overcrowded but the oracle sector i think is it's already being nailed just my opinion you feel free to to, to let me know if you think i'm wrong i'm not right about everything um <laughs> i can super chat as long as i don't have a message with it laugh out loud um oh, we'll watch your message yeah, and i'll see if i can spot it in the chat yeah absolutely um write the message down okay what else we got uh hold or sell els airdrop from uh, xrp that one is my completely am i am i that old now that i've I'm completely out of sync. What's, what is ELS? Well, I mean, if it's an airdrop for XRP, maybe this is one we've missed. 
Um, like an odd one. So relatively new, I'm going to assume. Um, that or it hasn't been received yet. <coughs> yeah, it's got absolutely like tiny, tiny market cap, uh, $76,000 market cap. The supply is not... Um, I know it's it's not it's not it's self-reported data as in it's not verified data. Um, one billion maximum supply. No idea on the total supply. No idea on the actual circulating supply. Um, interesting. What are they actually trying to do? That's the other thing, isn't it? It's uh, the ATE ecosystem, the first layer that adopts uh, or adopt adopted. Um, it's an Italian limited company that aims to merge fine art and blockchain. That's an interesting kind of... Okay, Fidgetal. Do you remember Fidgetals, Chris? <laughs> I do. Yeah, okay. So now we're talking about something more interesting. Interesting. We would take this one offline and we'll do research on that. Um, they're entering a very interesting space and they're up against some pretty big competition as well. So I think that's one to, to kind of take offline and actually do more research on. So thanks for the highlight in that one. But um, I, for me, I'd probably be holding it for now. Yeah, like basically, there's 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 two things. Normally, like with these uh, projects, when they go live, you get this massive surge to the upside. Depends whether you catch that and you can sell and then purchase at a lower uh, price, um, take a little bit of profit uh, in the process. Uh, highly risky, um, but can be very rewarding. So I'm a hold, but if I can catch that 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 surf to the top. And the the little uh, pullback, I would be um, purchasing, taking a bit of profit. That's what I would be doing. Hmm. Cool. Um, so Felix, four month membership, fantastic. Uh, thank you for the support. Um, I'm just trying to search for that that potential live. I think chat. it's after RNB oh, technical analysis. Yeah. The RN, yeah, RNB. Is RNB. I feel like we know this one. <clears throat> is it rentable? I've I've seen this one before. Um, I haven't actually. Um, so rentable is a groundbreaking solution bringing decentralized um, what's that prop tech? And to the masses and enabling uh, tenants and landlords to uh, conveniently send and receive rental payments um, in cryptocurrencies while streamlining market verticals. Interesting. Um, Rentable oh, seeks to position itself yeah. as a first mover in a niche and advance. Um, so it's definitely that. I like this space. Um, rentals, um, real estate. Um, fractionalization of, of of property um this is something that i think is not yet as a sector like established and there's potential opportunity there which is why i've been looking at this one yeah okay uh, there's a few days worth of data so let's jump into this and see what's going on so obviously um, from a weekly standpoint, there isn't a huge amount to kind of really look at, right? We've got a few weeks worth of data here. Um, I say a few weeks as a, as a um, so 
here through to here, we've got a total of uh, what 1,204 days, okay? So 172 weeks, uh, not too bad. Um, so they just find our timeframes. We obviously have 2019 pulling down, bottoming out in March of 2020. This is where the bull run started, okay? Um, so basically what you saw was a ride up uh, towards August. We had to pull back um, by the end of the year. And then most altcoins did this, okay? But here we have a very, very different uh, pattern. In fact, it was more bearish. It just went down. So I would be querying what happened down here. Why did we get this kind of pullback um, so harshly for this particular um, project? Let me actually just undo that. Uh, obviously, we take a look at the time frame. We know that Bitcoin started to pull back here. So we do know that why that that why that happened right but what we don't know is why this didn't happen why didn't we get that surge with this particular altcoin like we had previously but we got all the damage from it okay um so all that fallout basically taking us lower than our starting point which means we're definitely not following a, a bullish sentiment here this is very much bearish um so you know we're starting to see recovery but i'm actually anticipating that actually this is a much bigger um, pullback right so we can actually see we have a a a b and we'll be looking for a c okay so that would actually be indicating some downward trends here specifically here as well we can look at the stochastics going to come down on a weekly chart quite a bit if we take a look at it from a daily point of view we can see that actually we're already riding up quite a bit okay so we are looking to bring this back down and lower that stochastic uh, we take a look at it from a uh, hourly point of view we've been riding that top wave for quite a bit um just here big surge up but then right the way back down i'm going to assume that there's not a huge amount of volume or a lot of transactional there's a lot of high wicks in here as you can see um i would say this is probably heavily traded with bots um looking at it um from a candle point of view that looks quite quite choppy um i don't think there's too much promise here uh, at the moment with this one but i don't know the project fundamentally is something shifted something changed what caused this massive deviation on that weekly that uh you know we aren't following the same pattern as all the other projects in the space so i say all but you know the majority of the projects why are they why is this one deviated away right um very very odd very odd indeed um i don't know do you know why chris we would see a, a complete deviation away from the current trend uh, with this project i i don't know I, i'm still really early in into to looking into this one nick to be honest okay so get back into the chat then chris let's do it uh thoughts on ufo i guess that's ufo gaming and not actual ufos um <laughs> which i can see real. people uh, having <laughs> a bit of a, a giggle about in the live chat um, so really like it as a project. It's not really my sort of game, if I'm honest. Um, but, you know, it's one that's going to do really well, I'm sure. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's. I mean, we could talk about just Metaverse probably for, for hours, the amount of different projects that they, there are. Um, but this is a well sort of um, highlighted one, I guess. Um, and communities definitely play a big role right so there's lots of people talking about it why are they talking about it um you know is it because they're just looking to to invest in it um are they already investing in it are they playing it already um i don't know too much about the game but just you know i've looked at it because people have been highlighting it um so yeah 
not one really for me. But it would do well, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Chris, I've noticed one chat in here. Um, Estau. What's your... Th- do you want to talk people through Estau? So, yeah, I don't know if it's my end, but it's, like, really become oh, laggy. Yeah, yeah, it is getting really laggy, I have to say. So, Estau, phenomenal project. Love it. Um, I'm not selling any of my Estau as per the video that I put out. Why, people might ask, and, and that is purely the Dyna sets. You know, you're going to be able to literally have a Dyna set basically manage your money so um, they put an article out which i talked through on the video earlier today where um the dinoset like massively outperformed bitcoin um they've got the illustration of it um it was over 30 uh trades worth of data and um yeah it's you know it's just immense right and um the longer it it works and um it does these trades the better it gets at it and over time it's just yeah it's just going to outperform the market in my opinion um so yeah like i i want to maximize my um money in a bear market and uh that's what we're going to do we're going to utilize the likes of singularity dow divide.io and many others so stick with us in the bear market right because that's where all the generational level wealth is made you don't make it getting into the market now you get in you know get into to the market in the bear market that's where all that money is made yeah absolutely i think it's going to be really important and i cannot wait for the dinosets to kind of launch out so that we can actually um you know have a, have a go with them see what kind of returns we can get and all that kind of good stuff uh, we started staking already with uh evi um 26 and a half percent i want to say chris yeah, twenty six and a half percent. You get a ten percent bonus um, for keeping it in there for a year. Um, so Nick and myself are going to do that. You get twenty six and a half percent. Yeah, it should it should be really good. And um, you know, on Singularity DAO on their platform, you know, you can get some really good yields. So it's definitely worth um, exploring uh, Singularity DAO. The team is beyond immense. So you know, the Singularity family of projects. Like, compared to anything else, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, right? Like, compared to anything else, their their team is just something else. Now, we talk to to people, many people in the space, um, and, you know, I'm like, I'll talk about somebody in in the Singularity um, team, and, you know, at, at the end of the day, even these other immense projects are saying, well next level you know and these are people that are running you know solid projects themselves um so i don't just believe this people in in the space with you know managing solid projects believe this um the technology is immense um it's going to be even better when it's on cardano um you know do watch the interview that we did with uh, dr ben gertzel where he talks about the differences between eth and cardano that will clear up or should clear up a lot of the the crap that's being spoken about from others in the space about cardano with the the narrative that we've got in the space at the moment because ben's got experience of both ethereum and cardano yeah so get his get his thoughts on it yeah not just mine not just nick's 
uh, and not just these people that think they know about crypto and blockchain technology and clearly don't. So, um, like, yeah, for, for me, the technology, all that side of things, um, the use cases that are there, they're immense. So, you know, exactly. look into it. Do it's, your research. Exactly. Yeah, it's really important. So uh, on to more important questions, Chris. Uh, who was stronger in childhood? Stronger? <laughs> what, mentally, physically? I think mentally I was definitely emotionally. stronger. Um, emotionally, <laughs> definitely weaker. Uh, <laughs> um i'd say chris was stronger uh i wouldn't necessarily say in childhood though what would you say more just generally full stop uh, throughout throughout our whole existence no definitely not through <laughs> the whole existence um, no I, I i think physically physically i am like look like you know i would i would say nick's much more clever than i am but you know i don't aim to be the most clever person in the room i always aim to be know the least smartest person in the room and surround myself with the intelligent people but you know um which is ironically the smarter thing to do uh, exactly say. <laughs> so who's the smartest here <laughs> yeah if you're the smartest person in the room the best thing to do is leave and get someone smarter to come in with you if you can't find anyone smarter to go in with you just leave and don't go back in because it's not going to end well for you um I'm, I'm, i am going to say that you know that is something that you know, I, I've done all my life. It's just make sure that, you know, I surround myself with really intelligent people. Um, it can only do, can only do you good. Like if I was playing sports, I would play sports with people that were much better than me. It's the only way to get better. It's the only way to become more educated, more informed. Um, you know, if you want to be, you know, your goals to, to want to be really wealthy, surround yourself with wealthy people, get their mindset, you know understand how they got where they are like it's it's not rocket science like it really isn't you want to well, be that a, depends uh, on the industry <laughs> well, well it could be rocket science <laughs> um to be fair right uh, we've been the funniest in the room <laughs> <laughs> um here's another super chat for you chris um All right lord token ico what's your thoughts um so <laughs> The problem that I've got is I haven't looked at this project. But the other problem that I've got is my computer obviously has crypto uh, access to my wallets and stuff on it, right? So it's um, super tight when it comes to to the security on it. It won't let me open their website. Well, so I don't know if you can get it up. Uh, I'll have a look. I'm quite relaxed the with website. my security, you know. Just what's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of crypto? Um... Is it Overlord? Because I definitely don't want to be clicking on anything. Yeah, like that. I think it's Overlord. Yeah. Uh, let's check. Let's first of all check it out. Okay, it's a BEP twenty, so it's on the smart chain. Um, interestingly enough, uh, always like to minimize these things. Uh, who are the founders? Um, a new game. Blah blah blah. That doesn't tell me anything about the founders. It's an unknown team. <laughs> what What is the project? What's it, What is it that they're doing? Um, so Overlord is a typical role-playing game RPG uh, with okay. uh, NFT integrations, uh, given I, the hype I, around. So, so let's just be really clear. Like, I know this is the first time you're looking at it, but if the team isn't there and it isn't like, you know, a, a DEX, then like, I, I'm out already. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the team might be there, to be fair. It just basically says... Um, Overlord.world is not a new game. The original Overlord was released in July of 2021 
and was later sold to an unknown team that integrated the NFT format, which is based on texture packs developed in Utility. Uh, in the current version, the new team also added blockchain mechanics um, and the play uh, PVE battle functionality. And the problem is it's unknown. So straight away, you don't necessarily want to kind of get terribly too involved with something. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's just completely like died off since it kind of a September high, then bam, absolutely. Um, I'm just strangely enough, the entire so self, uh, yeah, I don't want to kind of look at it in too much detail right now, but I think it would require a bit of um, research to, to kind of get into that and see exactly what's going on. It probably wouldn't take too much to unearth a bit more detail on it. But um, for me right now, just looking at it, I like Chris, not one for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we've got uh, VSS Finance. So this must be new. Um, I think this is on the Cronus network oh. or ecosystem. So um, it's got to be fairly new. I haven't looked at this one, if I'm really honest. Um, yeah, I would have to look at it. Yeah, I mean, the Cronus mainnet, right? That's going to be an interesting ecosystem in itself. It, re it really is. One. Um, you know, what I would say is, um, yeah, there's a link in the description um, if you want to sign up to, to crypto.com. Obviously, one of the sponsors of the channel and um, you get $25 worth of um, USD uh, to get you started. And uh, I really do endorse the, the Visa card that they've got um, where you get crow back on your everyday purchases, um, regardless of them being a sponsor or not. I, I do use their card all of the time. Um, you know, I bought a car using the, the Visa card. Um, so you top it up with either fear or crypto. And um, I think we get 3% back, don't we, Nick, on, on the card that we've got? Correct, yeah. <laughs> all right, it's Lord, not Overlord. <laughs> Which is good. Um, I can't actually see that one on here. Um, so, so, park it. Come back to us on Monday, and uh, hopefully we'll have an answer. Yeah, we'll have a look at it for Monday. Um, but yeah, like I got 7,000 crow back on the purchase of my car. Um, and obviously, I think it was about 15 cent um, when we did that, roughly. Um, and obviously, you guys can see what the price is now. So, you know, it's, um, it's good to... Uh, I, I endorse anything where you can make your money work hard for you. So... If I can purchase something and get crypto back, that's working hard for me if I was purchasing that item anyway. Um, same with um, same with uh, like staking, um, yield farming, as long as you understand the, the risks that are associated with that. Um, anything that sort of makes you earn money whilst you're sleeping for me is, is something that people should should utilize and look at so if you're holding um like harmony for example um i would stake that um ada again we've got pools for, for both of those um and various oh, other uh yeah. projects right like bitcoin i think you can get like 6.5 percent you can even get up to eight percent on nexo link in the description um so you know check these these methods out um some are centralized some you know, uh, are in your wallet and uh, they don't actually ever leave your wallet. So, you know, it's it's interesting, but um, definitely uh, 
some things to, to look at. I do like to make my money work hard for me. You know, I don't think you're really making money, truly making money, until you're making money in your sleep. Hmm. Absolutely. Um, so DSLA protocol thoughts. Uh, obviously, we really like DSLA, right? And um, yeah, the do. things that are going going on. Uh, ultimately, decentralized service level agreements. Um, you know, being Chris, we come from business backgrounds, right? So we understand service level agreements, right, and how important they are for businesses. Nine times out of ten, they don't tend to work very well. They're very time consuming to kind of keep up to date, make sure everything is actually happening uh, as they should, uh, etc. So the idea of a decentralized smart contract wrapped service level agreement, well, that just seems to make a lot of sense, right? Not only is it going to be helping the crypto space, but these could also be applied to the real world and real world businesses, right? Um, so I think this project has a lot kind of going for it, lots of potential in the future. Obviously, its performance in this particular cycle hasn't been the best, um, but I'm still expecting it to perform reasonably well. Um, and again, this is going to be a project that I'm probably going to accumulate quite heavily in the bear market ahead of, uh, you know, uh, what's to come in the future. I do think that uh, this has got quite a good impact on staking, um, liquidity farming, and various different kind of um, DeFi things that are popping up here, there, and everywhere. Um, and again, those integrations with various different chains could be something that uh, DSLA could really kind of benefit from. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a project that has you know, a lot to kind of come in the future. But what's your thoughts, Chris? On, on DSLA, like, it's just an immense project. I think, you know, it's one of those, it's going to take time um i echo kind of what you're, you're saying really nick i i don't think our thought process sort of deviates too much on on dsla obviously we, we had the ceo on um the, the channel a while back so um if you want to find out more about the project um do watch that one dig it out it's it's on the channel um but yeah um for, for me you know we've had token burns i think you know th these have been positive but this is something that's definitely required in this space and um I think you're going to start to see it come more to fruition sort of for 2025 um, onwards, really, when the, the market becomes much more mature. Because, you know, I think there's there's a few different narratives going around um, in the crypto space. Obviously, you've got Metaverse, which, you know, I agree is going to be immense. I just don't think it's going to be quite as immense as people uh, would have you believe um, until further down the line. So I think there's yes, an, an expectation um, misalignment on, on Metaverse at the moment. Um, but, you know, I think outside of that, we're aligned. Fantastic. DAOs are going to be the next big thing that everybody starts to talk about when they start to actually understand what uh, a DAO is and what the power of a DAO ca can be. And uh, we talk about it quite a lot on the channel around... Um, communities and the power of the community you see this with multivac like clearly being able to get the likes of bitboy to talk about multivac on a live stream um you know it it's immense you see with how decentralized cardano was you know was it 70 percent um staked at one point nick um you know, it, it's powerful things. I personally, I think you're going to see cities, countries uh, run on DAOs uh, in time. I, I think once the market is mature, um, but you know, you're going to need projects like DSLA. I think you're going to have far more 
companies start to incorporate blockchain technology, you're already starting to see companies looking for experts in this field. So when you start to, to see that real adoption, you know, at the moment, you've got this narrative that there's going to be far less projects in the space. I think there's going to be far less shit projects in the space that are dead end, going nowhere, rug pulls, scams, and, and all that. I think as the, the market matures, you're going to have probably more projects, but they're going to be, you know, by companies. You know, you're going to see like, you know, Morgan Stanley have their own token and you're going to start to see stable coins from from banks and countries and you know i i just think that you, you're going to end up with all of this adoption and projects like dsla are going to come into their own yeah absolutely and i just actually just dropped a link into the live chat chris for the dsla nfts as well so for those mm -hmm. people who were holding a hundred thousand at least uh in dsla uh, i think you're getting the airdrop on on the um nfts i am not only that familiar with it so i'll just have to actually read that article which i'll have to do offline but um i did drop it in there for anyone who is holding above uh, 100k so i'll have to have a look at that because i know i am <laughs> and i'm not sure if you are chris <laughs> yeah, yeah probably of course. Are. Uh, um, I, so. <clears throat> I i'd seen it but i hadn't read it yeah cool and um, so i'll drop that in there for for anyone else obviously um the cro uh, people are asking for obviously because um crypto.com are sponsors of the channel we, we cannot they basically as part of the contract we, we are not allowed to actually do any technical analysis or price speculation um on that particular asset um and you can understand why the crypto.com they don't want to uh, be associated with uh, you know price speculation or anything like that and therefore we are not allowed to actually do so as part of our contract um so yeah unfortunately we won't be be doing any technical analysis on cro uh, any price predictions on CRO or anything like that, which is rather unfortunate because it, uh, yeah, it is what it is right now. And, um, yeah. Super. Okay. Um, and, uh, Chris, we've been going for one hour, 15 minutes. So I do feel that we should probably be wrapping it up as I'm getting a fair amount of oh, lag. And I think you're yeah. coughing an awful lot. So, um, I am, I've got to a point, right. I'm in an, uh, like a, an airproof room. It's like a studio, like a proper studio. And uh, I'm probably running out of air. I'm coughing my guts up. Um, but there's one super chat. So uh, ENT, 3 million, VET, 200K, Multivac, 400K, healthy portfolio. What are your thoughts, Nick? I would say that's very healthy. Um, all of those projects are looking pretty good um, for some good swings to the upside. So I would say that's pretty healthy. What about you? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's healthy, but like there's an element of that's a higher risk portfolio than say having a bit of bitcoin in there for example uh or various others probably a bad example but like i like i deviate like my thought process away from sort of the the mainstream narrative from from some of the the people that have got like 100 million or 500,000 subscribers right in the respect that bitcoin is 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 a safer bet ethereum they say cardano now um but you know that's where your money should be going those are particularly the first two now when you look at it they're more of a store of value um you could even argue that ethereum is becoming a store of value although i still think that there's gains to be had with that um <clears throat> more so than bitcoin in this cycle 
um, potentially. It's going to be close. Um, but, you know, outside of that, they're more riskier um, in people's opinions, uh, projects. And um, this is where like, my thought process is slightly different to everybody else, because I think there's different types of investors. So I think you've got your reasonably wealthy. So let's go middle class to, to very wealthy um, who will be getting in on Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, They'll be getting into Cardano, although it would have been like after a dollar, in my opinion, um, when it was sort of classified as a safer haven uh, alongside Ethereum and Bitcoin. Um, but outside of that, I think the the rest of the the investors, retail investors, are going for for more of the uh, more speculative projects. Um, although I wouldn't say these these Three projects are particularly speculative. Um, you know, I think they've got solid teams and um, solid tech, and they're going to do really, really well. But these are wealth builders, if that makes sense. I think you've got projects that build wealth, and then you've got, you know, projects that store wealth. Uh, that's how I look at it. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Nick. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. I mean, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, I, I have a little bit of each of them, but I don't know, yeah. they're, they're not going to be you know doing much for the portfolio. Portfolio builders, you know, where when you identify good value really early on in the bear market, right? Cardano, when we're buying that at eight, less than eight cent, right? And, and VeChain, when you're buying it at half a cent or Harmony One at half a cent, right? That's the things that are going to be building your portfolio, you know, in a really strong way. I do think that you're going to do well with the VeChain multivac, but it does depend on your entry points on those. Obviously, we have spoken about where we think the prices are likely to go. Um, but really, it's the bear market that you want to spend a lot of your time because that's where you do a lot of the solid research to find these absolute gem projects that are on heavy discount. And you buy them before the bull run starts and you can ride that entire wave to the upside. And, um, you know, that's really what makes your portfolio incredibly healthy, which is what we're trying to do on this channel. We're trying to educate people into that way of thinking um, because, you know, it, it, it's the bear market that makes your money not the bull run the bull run is just about two things i say this all the time managing your emotions and managing your price expectations greed will get the better of most people so it's important that uh, you build a strategy before you actually start a bull run or before you invest and you execute that strategy right um, unless there's something fundamental that changes that strategy um you know you you execute it you're done and you move on right greed can be your worst enemy in this space so yeah for me um you know, I think a Bitcoin Ethereum, I try to have a little bit of it, but not too much. And uh, it's all about the bear market research and building solid positions in solid projects as I see them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so overall, yeah, we would be happy with uh, having a portfolio like that. Um, but, you know, I think you've just got to make sure that you're, you're managing your expectations and price targets, like Nick's just said. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, any experiences with uh, the Elrond decks? Um, so yeah, I've done some some farming. I'm going to say farming. Uh, obviously, I'm, I've I've got a lot staked, um, but I got a little bit. It's nothing much, more of a you know play bag. Um, but yeah, really happy with it so far. And um, we've got another one here, which is the best decks. I I can't really answer that. I think it's too early really to say which is the best decks. Um, I think there's cheaper decks than 
Uniswap, um, like Sushi Swap. It, it for really example. depends on what you're trying to do. Different <laughs> yeah. uh, dexes for different exchanges. You'll all have your favorites, um, etc. Right? But um, are we going into a bear market? No, we're not going into a bear market. Fastens that one. Well, we will times. eventually, but not yeah, right now. It's not right now, but eventually we'll go into the bear market. When we do go into the bear market, we'll be calling it a bear market when we see that, and uh, we'll be enjoying, you know all the benefits of a bear market does bring okay because it's really the bear market that you want to be and i i really get frustrated with with the bull runs because you kind of um kind of all just want to get the get to the bear market to keep buying up again and just keep doing the research and get into some of these new projects in a really big way um, but you can't really do that effectively in a bull run so uh yeah i'm really looking forward to when the bear market does arrive it's not yet but we are heading there slowly and gradually um, and, and could we see a 50 cent uh ada in the bear market it's possible, but I don't think it's going to be probable. That's yeah, I think the thing. It's unlikely. It's very. Un it... It's possible, but I think it is unlikely, as Chris is saying. It's not probable. I, you know, I, I've said this a lot, right? Um, I think Ada is is going to be a little bit different to to the rest of the market uh, in the respect of transaction volume as as it goes live. Um, you know, I, I do think it's going to be the king of DeFi. I do think that, you know, with everything that they're doing in Africa and uh, they're going to be doing stuff, on, you know, in other parts of the world uh, with the projects that are launching on Cardano, I do not expect a 50 cent ADA. But, you know, this is crypto. Anything can happen. Yeah, like I say, it's possible. I just don't think it's probable. Um, but, you know, it really depends on so many different things. Like, um, I think there's a higher chance that it will be uh, in the bear market low um around that kind of 80 to one dollar range that's probably where i feel it'll, it'll probably settle if we don't get a huge amount of DeFi adoption right off the bat which is possible that we we don't either right we have to be honest about these things yes i think it's going to have great utility in the future but um you know i think it's got great potential to to do really well but at the same time let's be realistic about the majority of people who've invested in ada so far they are going to potentially be dropping those bags um, at least that's the, the kind of vibe I get from a lot of investors in the space. Whereas, you know, for us, we'll quite happily hold and um, stake and earn with it, right? It's all about the passive side and it's about the long-term vision uh, as well. Although I have got a play bag of ADA, which I would liquidate uh, at certain points, you know, always set on the way up just to rebuy back during a bear market, take advantage of the market swings and all of that kind of good stuff. Um, but overall, I do think that uh, if, you know, Cardano, Ada, they're all going to do incredibly well. And, um, you know, it's only a matter of time, really. Just is. Yeah, you know, there's a narrative when it comes to Cardano right now. And uh, it's the same narrative that's been there at other phases within the, the cycle of, of Ada, right? Um, it was there at 20 cent. It was there at 40 cent. You know, are we surprised to see it, you know, at, at the price that it is today? No, no, we're not. Exactly um cool right with all that being said and done and uh out of the way chris i think we will call the stream there and uh we'll come back again <coughs> on monday so guys if you have found it useful informative maybe even entertaining at times hit that like button we really do appreciate that if you happen to be new to the channel then why not go ahead and subscribe tap that bell select all notifications and in doing so uh, you might get uh, you know a notification or two uh, to stay up to date with everything that we do here at cheeky crypto uh, with all that said done and out of the way i hope everyone has a fantastic day and uh, we'll catch you all in the next one
Yeah, take care, everyone. Have a great weekend.